Welcome to Round Guy the Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Mr. Southeast Iowa, Dave Johnson, and I am here at the Kenny Norton Southeast Iowa Farm Show. And uh, I am with Corwin Henshaw of Henshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa. He has one of the booths here. One more, then we're going to leave you alone. Uh, welcome to the program, Corwin. Welcome. So tell me about this farm show. Well, it was started several years ago here by the uh, convention center here in Fairfield, Iowa, and they brought in all the uh, manufacturers, uh, retailers of agriculture products, and it's been a great success ever since, and it's a great way to meet with your chemical reps, meet with your uh, fertilizer reps, meet with your feed man, meet with your implement dealer, and just a great way to meet your friends from the farm. So I, I, I came in here, you know, I expected to see the big heavy hitters in here, but I mean, everyone's here. I, I've never seen so many booths. Oh, this is a mob. Uh, I'll tell you, I've had a good day. I sell trailers, livestock traders, horse traders, and I sold a livestock trader today, which is really unusual for a one-day show. Yeah, I mean, there, there's, it's just packed. Every booth is just full of people. Uh, I, I am uh, the energy level in here is just intense. I think it's a great thing, and it's a great thing to have it in our area because. People might know about you, but they don't think about you until they see you at this show. So let, let me ask you this. I mean, you said this when just from the, the minute this thing started, there was hundreds of people here, wasn't there? Oh, yeah. It started out with a bang and uh, hasn't slowed down. So uh, what what will you see if you come here to the Ag Show? Well, if you come to the Ag Show, you're going to see your local lenders and your bank, your uh, federal credit your uh, insurance agent you're going to see implement dealers with all their with all their supplies uh i'm trying to think builders uh, i saw uh, pole barn builders i've seen seed corn dealers fertilizer dealers here uh all kinds of uh equipment attachments for equipment you name it in agriculture it's pretty well here well how important is it to the local farmers and, the, and people that work in agriculture to have a show like this? Well, it's very important because it's hard to see these people on an individual basis. If you spent this much time, uh, or if you spent time driving around to all your area dealers and trying to find them and see them, it'd take you a long time. Whereas they're combined all in one show, you can uh, order your products for the year. You can talk to them about issues you got with your tractor, talk about them issues you have with your uh, fields. Uh, seed corn, you name it, you can get it all in one area. Well, it's it's been a, a tremendous event. Uh, tell us about your booth. What what can we come here and talk to you about? All right, I'm uh, in the trailer business. I sell livestock trailers, horse trailers, cargo trailers, utility trailers, big bale trailers. You name it. In the way of agriculture trailers, I've got it, and uh, industrial trailers too. So you can come here and see my literature, see my pictures of uh, previous trailers I've sold and get information on what size of trailer you might need and what your uh, wants are in the trailer line. So you've been having, you, you've been dealing, I guess, as effectively as anyone with this uh, supply chain problem. Uh, uh, 
tell, tell, tell us the, the listener about how that's affected your business. Okay, I've got right now 31 trailers, just aluminum livestock trailers on order. That's supposed to last me to through, through 2023. And now the company wants me to start placing spots or orders for 2024. So it's been a tough road to hoe. And it's hard to guarantee a, a person when that trailer is going to come in. I had a person ordered a year ago, December. It was supposed to come in this January. And now he's out till the end of March. Yeah, it's been a struggle. But you've been working your, your tail off. I've never seen anybody your age working so hard to try and stay on top of these supply chain issues. And you've been able to get more parts and more trailers than, than your average dealer. And I think some of these other dealers are, are not surviving through this. And you seem like you're, the range of, of area of people that are dependent on your services is growing, isn't it? Yes, we have a full service shop and we have multiple suppliers. So if I can't find it from one supplier, hopefully the other supplier is uh, have the product I need. So just a lot of work going to shows, telling people I'm still here. When there's a lot of dealers that aren't here, I just had a customer last week come all the way from Monmouth, Illinois, probably a 150-mile trip to get a trailer repaired because he couldn't find any other dealer that would do what he needed done. Yeah, and I see them in there all the time, and there, there are from every state around us that's, that's coming in there. Well, we've moved trailers to uh, Seattle, Washington, San Francisco, Lafayette, Louisiana, Ashford, Connecticut, uh, Astor, Florida, Northwest Arkansas, you name it, we've sent them. Uh, we've sold two this week to Nebraska already. In fact, in the last two days, we've sold two to Nebraska. You know, I think the interesting thing about you, Corwin, is that whether you need 100 trailers or one trailer, you can, you know, you, you can help the, that person make that decision and find the trailer that's right for them. We had a customer call us yesterday from Nebraska, and he said, I've spent 20 hours on the phone trying to find a specific cargo trailer for a contractor trailer and couldn't find it. And he said, I called you in five minutes, and you have it. Yeah, and you have some, some inventory on the lot, don't you? Yes, I, mean, I, it's not I like the old days. No, <laughs> I have some inventory, but it's not like it was in the old days where you can just walk into a dealer anywhere and find it. And a lot of these dealers are small dealers. They aren't full-service dealers, and they pretty well give up when uh, they had to wait a year. But you don't. No, because I've ordered a year and a half ago, so I have product that's continually coming. Well, I got to know your dad a little bit before he passed on, and I thought he was an amazing man. Now, what year did he start this business? Well, he started in 1963. He was in the standard bread racehorse business at the time, and he was just started it to get his own trailers at cost. And then a local farmer would say, I'd like one, and another one would say, I like one. And he started in 1963, and then in 1976, he said, I don't want to mess with it anymore. There's a few trailers set in the weeds out there. Why don't you just take it over? So I did. So what year was that? 1976. 1976. Yeah. So your business has been going since 1963, and you've been running it since 1976. Yes, correct. And uh, so there isn't any, there really isn't anyone parallel to you in this business, is there? Well, I, I wouldn't know who it would be. Well, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Is there anything that we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to? No, no nothing I can think of other than people in this local area need to uh, mark this on their calendar for next year to attend because it is a great event. 
even if you're just here to see what's going on in agriculture and you have no association with agriculture, you'll get to see your neighbor here and uh, have a friendly conversation. Oh, yeah, this is interesting, a fascinating place to, to walk through, whether you're in agriculture or not. Oh, definitely. This is, uh, you know, you get to see your local insurance agent and maybe there's something you want to have changed about your policy. You can do that here. And it's just a place for everybody to meet and have an enjoyable time. Uh, tell, tell our listeners before we let them go, uh, how are we going to get a hold of you? Where's your business at? My business is in southeast Iowa. I'm 60 miles west of the Mississippi. I'm 60 miles north of the Missouri border, little town of Richland, Iowa, a town that has a lot of heritage, an older town. It's the oldest town in Kirkuk County. It's right on Highway 78. And my business sets right on the corner where you turn to go uptown. And you can get a hold of me about any time there. All right. So we're here at the Kenny Norton Southeast Iowa Farm Show at the Fairfield Arts and Convention Center in Fairfield, Iowa. We've been talking to Corwin Henshaw of Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa. Uh, just close this out by, by giving people a message of why they should get down here and what, how great this is going to be for them, why they need to get down here right away. Yes, uh, if you're local, uh, come on down. It's open till 3 o'clock this afternoon. But And also tonight they have entertainment. I can't think what it is, Country Western Star. Um, this coming week they've got a uh, sort of rock and roll reunion with Buddy Holly and Roy Orbison, and that's going to be a great show next Friday night. So uh, utilize your convention center, and if you still uh, have a chance to get down here, come on down. Well, it's been really fascinating talk to you, and thank you very much, Corwin. Thank you. Welcome back to Brown Guy, the podcast, as we continue our coverage of Kenny Norton's Southeast Iowa Farm Show in Fairfield, Iowa, at the Fairfield Arts Convention Center. Our next guest is Jeremy Rowland. He's a Pioneer Seed Corden rep. Welcome to the program, Jeremy. Thanks for having me. Well, tell me a little bit about your business and why you're here. Well, I'm just a local rep in the area, so it's just a good opportunity for me to connect with my customers and make sure they know I'm giving back to the community and a part of it. So, and I'm here to kind of help the kids too. I like I like giving the kids candy and teaching them about ag. You know, some of the local kids that pop in, so it's good. So it's been. It looks like it's just been a phenomenal turnout. Yeah. Uh, just a great big day. I heard uh, yeah. right from the minute the place opened up, there was hundreds of people yeah. in here. It was more consistent than it has been in the years past too. So, been good. so how important is an event like this for the agricultural consumer? I, I I wouldn't know necessarily say it's important to us. I think it goes back to having the community see what we do, and having who's up for the non-farming. Well, the visibility of it. Yeah, you know, so they the, understand it. We're not a big, we're people, you know, we're part of the community. We're here. We do it in the background. They don't get out and see the farms or see the sheds or, you know, they don't stop by my office. And so they get to kind of come in and see how everything works to feed the world. So, yeah, uh, when I came in here, I would expect to see all the, the great big dealers or whatever, you know what I mean? But this is, is, is way more than that. There's just a lot of, you know, just a, a seed corn rep just yep. just sitting here, you know, insurance. Uh, uh, but let's talk about, so where where is your business located? I'm on north on Highway 1 at 1484, Highway 1 North. And that would be just as you're coming out of Fairfield to the old police tower. I'm right there on the west side of the road there. That's where my shed right. is. So, yeah. so uh, what, what kind of products are you offering? 
Uh, I, I mostly, my bread and butter is soybeans and uh, corn. So that's mostly what I sell. But I do, I'm also a Green Valley rep, and I do the small seed. Well, um, small seed. Well, tell us, talk a little bit about the small seed. What is that? Well, it would be your grasses, your oats, your pepper crops, your lawn mixes, and is that it, kind of thing. Is that a growing market around here? I don't know if it's necessarily growing. I'd just say, I mean, cover crops becoming more popular with the carbon credits, you know, that, that big companies are buying and things like that. So but, talk to me about Pioneers. Uh, do they have any kind of new innovations or new seeds that are are really spectacular? Yeah, the chrome, which is the new way to get uh, triple stack into from Hercule Extra. Now we have chrome, which is a quicker and easier, less invasive way to get the protections you need. So our corn on corn is number one in the industry right now. So we're pretty excited about that. So yeah, t- tell us about uh, why Pioneer Sword is kind of a superior seed, and I know uh, it's, it's had a long, proud tradition. Yeah, we're we're some of the oldest. I, I think the biggest thing that separates us is the money that we put back, uh, back into research, back into product development, and then it's us reps too. Um, we're independent. We sign contracts, you know, but we're independent reps. And they expect us to be the superior person in the field. We do it's all we do. We don't we don't farm. I mean, we do little things on the side, but we don't. We're not. Our job is to make the, the customers as much money as they can. From well, it, so. there, there's a lot of supply chain issues, but there just absolutely can't be supply chain issues with seeds. No, there is. I mean, but I'm just saying, you know, they got it. We got to have them oh, at a certain yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to do us any good in the fall. Yeah, there's. They're, so they'll go down to Brazil or, or south when, when we have a, some problem up here, like the ratio last year. Yeah. Uh, that was a lot of our parent seed that goes up to this year. So they went down south and grew some. But the germ isn't uh, something we lose a lot during the germ with transportation and different things. So the seed supply this year is pretty tight. And it it is tight. Yeah, I, it, we, I'm, I've got everybody covered with what they want. So if you guys are out there and want to thinking about switching some you need to i don't care who you buy it from just make sure you're talking to your reps and, and giving sure and all you can do is communicate about that mm-hmm. but do you think pioneer is doing a superior job to maybe some other seed companies at, so. at dealing with the supply chain yeah. you know, issues yeah yeah i mean they're doing they're doing really good so i'm just uh i mean i, I could sold, sell for anybody i still sell for pioneer because i believe it's the best company to work for it's the last american company so how much you know, right there at the farm sales, do you do? Do you, do you go out and talk to people? And yeah, so I, so the way Pioneer set up is I have a certain amount of customers that are mine. Uh, there's not a lot of new growers coming in. Oh, so, I, I understand that. So there's no. It's not like somebody's buying up a thousand acres next to me, and then this guy I don't know is is farming that I got to go prospect. So I know about everybody. I'm from here, but so I have my certain growers that I talk to and. And then that's all I do is I work with them. I scout, we do seed plans, air, you know, fly the drones and, and do what we can on that end. So, so uh, when I went to college, uh, they, they talked about scope of management was a thing, you know, uh, to have the, the right amount of customers that you can supply. And I mean, if you can't get seeds for everybody, you can't. No, you can't expand too much, but you can deliver the seeds to your customers that you have now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm covered. Uh, my only guess worry going into this spring is probably if we have a big replant here. Uh, I'll have seed, but it might not be what I really wanted to initially go into. But 
We'll just pray that it does, that doesn't go well, that way. Well, how 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 strong was the yields of the customers that weren't hit by the duration that you had? Good, good. Uh, we 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 hit a lot of three hundreds um, checks, and uh, my sales are up, and customers have been happy. So I'm kind of yeah. So it seems like we're going stride for stride here. So well, we've been talking to Jeremy Rowland. He's a Pioneer Seed Cone dealer in the Fairfield area. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Is there yeah. anything that we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to? No, no appreciate it. No, well, talking. thanks for talking to us, and uh, uh, thanks for being part of our coverage of this of the uh, farm show here in Southeast Iowa. Yeah, glad I could help. Thanks. <laughs> Welcome back to Brown Guy, the podcast, as we continue our coverage of Kenny Norton Southeast Iowa Farm Show here in Fairfield, Iowa, at the Fairfield Arts Convention Center. I'm on the, uh, my guest is Mason Holt, Hold it, and uh, he works for the Steph Company, so uh, St- how do you say that? Steph is good, out of Mount Pleasant. Out of Mount Pleasant. Well, tell us what this this uh, business that you work for does. Yeah, Dave, so we're basically an auction company. We're more of a regional auction company. We uh, conducted anywhere between 600 and 800 auctions a year across multiple states. Uh, we mainly specialize in selling farm ground and machinery. Um, and basically, the, the times have changed where we've kind of had to adapt because of COVID um, from the standpoint that we've been doing a lot more online auctions with live bidding as well. Uh, we've gotten back to that. So we still have that live element to what we do in the auction business. But um, that's kind of what we do and what we've been up to this past year. But what are the questions you have? For well, how long has this company been around? Yeah, so we've been in business for over 60 years. We actually celebrated our 60th anniversary here about a year ago. So we actually started our main locations in Fargo, North Dakota. Um, and then we just actually have a, a location in Mount Pleasant, Iowa, just about 30, 40 minutes south of here. So are you from, Mason, are you from Iowa? Yes, I am. So uh, I'm from about 30 minutes south of Mount Pleasant, down by a town called West Point, Iowa. Well, Lee yeah, County. well, we Lee know where, where West Point is for certain here on Route Back the Podcast. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what brought you to Mount Pleasant? Is that where you're working now? It is. It is. So uh, I, I've been in the auction business since I've been in about third or fourth grade uh, auctioneering all, all across the country with different auctioneers. And then uh, once I graduated, I, I got an offer from the Steffes Group. And, you know, it, it really is a unique company in the sense that we do auctions differently when you really break it down as a whole. Um, so it, it's just a great company to work for. So what is it about that company that you wanted to work for? You know, just the, the environment uh, from, from the, the, the point of having an auction, we make it more of an event and, and, and a life-changing event because you've got to remember the auctions that we're doing for people. Most people only have one or two auctions in their lifetime if it's for their farm or for, if it's for their machinery. So that really affects how they get to live the, the last part of their life or whenever they retire. Um, so we, we don't uh, take that for granted and we take it uh, uh, we, we take it as an honor really uh, when you really break it down. So t- what, what are the price of farmland going? I mean, what, what, how much increases has, are we seeing? You know, I'll tell you, that that's the general question we've been getting across the board from everybody from the standpoint of what's machinery and what's land prices doing. And I can tell you, it's one of the best times we've ever seen. And uh, last year, we, we had uh, a sale over by Pella, Iowa, and it sold for $21,500 an acre. And it was strictly tillable farm, farmable ground, uh, no development potential or anything like that. Um, so we definitely are seeing an inflated land market. Um, from the sense of a dollar per acre. Now, I interviewed uh, the the owner of the Thunder Country out of Albia, mm-hmm. and he told me that farm machinery 
is at an ultimate high. Used farm machine. Can you talk a little about that and how, if you have some, you might help them access that cash? Yeah. So I'll tell you right now, there, there's such a supply um, backlog that guys can't get new tractors at the dealership. So the next best thing is finding late model equipment. And we can help you do that through the auction. And we, we do uh, constantly have machinery auctions coming up if it's a retirement, if it's consignment sale. Uh, we've got a good consignment sale up in Mason City. And basically, um, the machinery market's reflecting that you can't get this new stuff. So they're coming to auctions and they're buying this used uh, low hour equipment. So is it all agricultural auctions or do you do other things too? You know, I, I always say you can auction pretty much everything. It's just the marketing and the process is a little bit different. But you, yeah, your marketing and everything is focused, your clientele our, is our, agriculture. Our, our, our bread and butter is what we call it. And, and it's mainly farm ground and machinery. But we also do sell commercial and we sell construction equipment. And then uh, we recently, within the last five years, have got into the transportation side of it. Uh, where we're selling semis and we're selling more uh, transportation-related items. Well, if you're going to focus on agriculture, that's only going to limit you to 99% of the uh, market. For the <laughs> well, yeah. uh, uh, tell us a little bit how they can how they can find your company on social media through the phone number. Uh, where's your office at? Tell us about that. Yeah, I'll tell you. So uh, basically, if you go right on Google and you look up uh, stephusgroup.com. Uh, you can go on there and see all our upcoming auctions. It, right on the first page, we'll give you the next 25 auctions that we've got coming up across multiple states. Um, and always stop in and see us in the Mount Pleasant location, Mount Pleasant, Iowa. And we'll be happy to talk to you. Well, we've enjoyed talking to you, Mason. Is there anything we didn't talk about you wanted to? You know what? I'm happy you're here today, and, and I think this is great what you're doing. And, uh, thanks, Dave. Well, one more question. Uh, let's just talk about this ag show in general. How has it been? Were you amazed at how many people were here? Uh, did it, did it, you know, did it increase the visibility of your business? You know, I, I always say we go to a lot of different farm shows and act shows, and we've been to the ones in Des Moines, and we've actually got a, some people down at the one in Kansas City. But I can tell you by far, this is one of the better ones, just from the the perspective that they don't rush everybody through. You've got time to actually talk to people individually, and you get on a more of a personal level with them. And I think from a business standpoint and from a relationship standpoint, um, that's a very strong thing. Tell them one more time about the business's name. Yeah, so Stephus Group, uh, we do auctions all over the place, and uh, hopefully we can help somebody in the future. Well, we sure thank talking to you. Thanks for your time. Hey, thanks, Dave. Welcome back to the Brown Guy, the podcast, as we continue our coverage of Kenny Norton's Southeast Iowa Farm Show. I am talking with a special guest we have here, a very important person at the farm show here in Fairfield, Iowa. His name is Jason Goody. Jason, welcome to the program. Well, thank you, Brown Guy. I appreciate it. <laughs> Well, I'm not the brown guy, but uh, uh, my name's Dave Johnson. This is Southeast Iowa, I'm known as. Uh, listen, Jason, tell me about what you're doing here and how you're making this uh, show the massive success that it seems to be turning out to be. Well, Dave, this is uh, our second time here. Uh, we uh, uh, we have a booth. We're from Mount Pleasant, Iowa. We represent Wilson Distributor Service, and uh, we are the Harper distributor for this area. The brooms, brushes. Uh, things that you need, squeegees. Um, so we have a nice booth over here, and I tell you, we've had a great day today, Dave. Oh, I, everyone tells me that. Every great single day. person I've talked to has told me, you know, just I, I heard that as soon as the thing opened up, there was hundreds of people here immediately. There was, there was, and I don't know. Did you get a hamburger? Man, I was that a burger? I'll tell oh. you, it was good. 
Well, I'll promise you I'll get every little thing to eat I can get before I leave out here. <laughs> that, that's that's a round guy guarantee. Oh, yeah. uh, so anyway, t- so so you're selling the brooms. How, how important is an event like this to your company? Well, just like meeting you, uh, met uh, one of the Jefferson County supervisors, uh, met a lot of people that I didn't know, uh, but I had stories about Harper. Uh, I also met some existing customers. Uh, Rogers Egg Repair by, have been buying from me for 15 years. So I had a nice visit with uh, Roseanne and Kurt and Andy. Uh, I think anytime you can get out and visit, see people, especially after the pandemic, yeah, it's, time uh, it's to, nice just to be to together. reestablish uh, some normalcy. What I like about the convention center here, they, they do it right. It's very nice. It's very professional. It, it's old-fashioned, neighbor-to-neighbor kind of conversations. Get to know your dealers. Get to know your insurance agents. Just get to know uh, everybody that's uh, that's in the field and networking, you know. Exactly. Uh, the networking, um, just a relationship, just that you said. So you, you mentioned Harper Brush. Harper Brush has uh, been around over 100 years. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the history of Harper Brush? Well, um, I want to say it's probably uh, was founded here in Fairfield, Iowa. And I think it was uh, uh, three or four generation, I believe. It's probably 120 years old now. Now, they're not owned by the Harper family anymore. It's owned by a company down south uh, called the Ames Company. But they still have distribution out of Fairfield here, out in the local business area. And we still pick them up here. And they started out with guys like you going with the, like a wheelbarrow going door to door, knocking station out. Wagons, buddy. Station wagons, Station wagons. Wheelbarrows, probably Model A's back in the yeah, day. Yeah, you know, but that, it, was a, it was a big success. And it's employed people here in Fairfield for 120 years. Yes. You know, uh, your job, does it employ any, any people with Yes, we have uh, five salesmen on the road. Uh, we cover all eastern Iowa and Illinois. Uh, and uh, uh, my son and another guy's in Nebraska, Omaha and Lincoln. Well, the thing and, I'm picking up about you, that I'm not sure we with everybody, but you seem to have a passion for selling birds, a love for the industry that you're in. It's about people. Is it's it? about people, Dave. You know, it's, it's, uh, I do, I do, I love people. And uh, as I was telling a guy earlier, it's about uh, uh, it's about uh, relationship. It's about doing the right thing. Uh, if if you get what you want, I get, I win because you got what you want. Whether it's that good broom or like we sell cleaning stuff, anything to clean your car. Uh, uh, if you if you like it, then I win. You had me at hello. We're, I'm ready to buy brooms from you anytime I need a broom. But let, let me ask the customers, how do they get a hold of you? How can they get involved with this energy that you're delivering here? So uh, you can call me personally at 931-2633, and we're 319. Or our office is uh, 800-634-0974. And we do have a website, www.wds-usa.com. Do you got any social media or anything I do. like that? Let's, uh, let's, let's let the listeners know about that. Wilson Distributor Service. It's on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, because that's what really a lot of a lot of people are, are, are communicate that through that, and and that's what that's what their eyes are looking at. So that's a good thing. 
Well, it's been a fascinating conversation with you, Jason. Is, hey, pleasure to meet you. Is there anything that we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to communicate? Uh, nope. Just uh, keep supporting your local businesses because without you, we wouldn't be here. Well, uh, we, this is uh, Round Guy, the podcast. I'm Dave Johnson. Uh, we're here at the Farm Show in Fairfield, Iowa. We sure appreciate talking to you, Jason. Uh, get down here. There's all kinds of great people to talk to. You bet. Thank you. Thanks, Dave. Welcome back to Round Guy, the podcast, as we continue our coverage of the Southeast Iowa Farm Show at the Fairfield Arts and Convention Center. I'm on the phone. Or I'm uh, My guest is Debbie from Drish Drainage. Welcome to the program, Debbie. Thank you. Happy to be here. Okay. Uh, you're with Drish Drainage, right? Yes. Dennis so where, Drish. Where, where is that located? It is south of Washington, Iowa, and we do mostly work in that particular area of Southeast Iowa. So the, the ditch drainage, uh, uh, talk to that about the agricultural customers that you would have. Mostly farmers um, putting in terraces, drainage systems, pattern tile, that sort of thing in farm fields to make their farm crop more productive. How, how many years experience does Dennis have? Dennis has, I think it's 22. Maybe we were talking about one farm in particular. It took 22 years to complete it from start to finish. So uh, you're, you're probably pretty busy. How, how, does, how does a customer get a hold of you? Generally, people will call us or they'll just simply find Denny and talk to him about their needs. We've had a lot of people today that have stopped by our table just to tell us about a problem they were having with water sitting idle in their fields that they needed to have drained off and just discussing the options that they might have. Then once they tell us how what they would like to have, as far as drainage work done, Denny will go visit the field, take a look at it. Um, we do a computer program that does the tile layout for pattern work. That's the piece of it that I do in the office and lay it out and then we review it and give the customer or client any options that they might want to have. Well, everything I've ever heard about any drift construction or anything is quality. You guys do quality work. Absolutely. It's not a large company. It's a very small company. You can control the number of clients you have and the quality of your work better if you have operators that have a vested interest in the work. So how many people work there? There are just a handful of people. So there's Denny, and he has a couple guys in the field, depending on the season and whether he picks up some extra workers being able to help him out when he's real busy. So uh, what is the biggest time of year that's uh, the busiest? I would say um, spring through fall. And last year he worked into the winter. As long as it's not frozen, he'll continue to work. So he worked clear through December. So tell, tell us our listeners where they can get a hold of you on the social media or uh, uh, the, the phone number, or the, come into it, you have an, a physical office. We do have a physical office. Um, as I say, oftentimes people will call and they just simply get in touch with Denny and then go out to the actual um, field that they're looking at. But it's Drish Drainage and Dennis Drish is the owner. You can call him at 319-863-8282 or you can contact him at drishdrainage at hotmail.com. Well, you've been a, a delightful guest. Is there anything we didn't cover that you'd like to talk about? No, I appreciate you taking time to just share a little bit about our business. Well, thanks for being part of our coverage of the Farm Show. We appreciate you. You're welcome. Welcome back to Round Guy, the podcast, as we continue our coverage of Kenny Norton's Southeast Iowa Farm Show at the Fairfield Arts and Convention Center. 
I am on with Sheriff Deputy Jerry Morales. Is that how you say it? Marcellus. Marcellus. Anyway, uh, uh, talk to me. Uh, welcome to the program, Jerry. Well, thank you for having me. Okay, so we're here at the Ag show, at the Ag show, and you've got a little ag-related uh, something you're doing here. So what is it? Yep. So we've got a couple things today. Uh, we're promoting a. Uh, uh, farm safety program that the sheriff's office had just started where we'll go out to uh, uh, farmsteads and uh, look at uh, their buildings and their setup and give tips and recommendations on how to prevent theft and how to make their farm safer. That's one thing we're doing today. And the other thing is we have our drone here um, that we use for search and rescue and uh, investigations out in the county. Um, so we have that on display today as well. Well, crime's up everywhere, and I'm sure it's up in the farm-related. People are, are out there alone, and, and uh, it's good to, to make some kind of communications of how, how you are yep. finding new ways to, to uh, patrol these areas. Yep, yep. It's all about communication, and uh, we want the, the ag community to know that we're there for them. Whatever they need, we'll try to help them. Uh, whether it be a theft investigation or, uh, you know, anything that we can be of service of, we, we'd like to let them know that we're here for that. So. so you can use these drones to kind of surveil areas where maybe you don't have officers or resources. That's correct. We've had the drone about three years now, and we've used it uh, a number of times for different types of uh, scenarios and incidents, and it's been uh, it's been very uh, useful. Yes. Well, we appreciate that. Uh, so tell me about this farm show. Were you uh, surprised to see how many people were here and how many booths were here and, and uh, uh, what a great uh, tool it is to communicate with people? Yes, I was. I've had a lot of uh, a lot of interaction with folks today. It's been uh, it's been really nice, and uh, I was surprised to see uh, the, how uh, large the turnout was. It's been very nice. So you you obviously have a lot of support among the, the rural people of, of this community and. Uh, a lot more support than you probably have in other places in the country. But we uh, sure, you know, anytime I, I can, I'd like to say thank you for everything that you do, for all the cold weather that you go out into and all the hard nights and long times and the sacrifice that you and your family make. It's, uh, it's you know, from me and, and Steve Pilchin at the Round Guy, the podcast, we, we're big uh, in favor of all you guys and the firemen and the veterans and everything. I'm veteran myself. Oh, well, th well, thank you very much. It's uh, nice to hear that, and I, I appreciate that. Well, you do a great job, and uh, Jefferson County, Keokuk County Sheriff's Department, uh, you know, they're they're a resource for yep. us rural people. Yep, know? yep. And, uh, well, we sure thank you for your time. Is there anything on here you'd like to say that we didn't get to talk about? I don't think so. It's just uh, it's been a real nice day to be out here at the farm show, and, uh, and uh, it's been a good day. If the, anyone in the community needs anything, just give our office a call. Okay, this is... Uh, this, we've been talking to Jerry Marcellus. Uh, he's the deputy sheriff here in Jefferson County. Well, we appreciate his time. Uh, we'll continue our coverage of the, of the farm show. Thank you. Welcome back to Brown Guy, the podcast, as we are continuing our coverage of Kenny Norton Southeast Iowa Farm Show here at the Fairfield Arts Convention Center in Fairfield, Iowa. And we are have a special guest, a county supervisor in Jefferson County, Dean Sanquist. Welcome to the program, Dean. Hi, thank you. Well, uh, talk to me about the farm show and the, uh, how important it is to the community, what it brings to the community. Well, the supervisors have been a strong supporter of the farm show. We um, believe very much in supporting the agriculture community, and it's great to see a great turnout here. Yeah, it's been a, a fantastic turnout. We've had uh, 
it just seemed like hundreds of people the minute they opened the floodgates in here. I can't believe how many different uh, vendors are here. Uh, it's bringing a lot of people to town. Uh, we appreciate uh, appreciate the what, what is the county's involvement? Could you tell us that? Uh, the county's a sponsor this year in the farm show. We have been for several years, and so we're glad to be here. Okay, so uh, tell us a little bit about the agricultural community here in Jefferson County, how important it is to Jefferson County. Well, as in most of Iowa, it's, it's a very strong um, agriculture community that we have, and we have a very diverse agriculture community, so there's many different kinds of booths and exhibits here. Um, so is there a lot of businesses that are ag-related here that bring people from around the state? There are. I've actually talked to people just in the community who moved to this area because they have an agriculture job. Well, let's just talk about the Fairfield Arts and Convention Center itself and what an asset that is to hold that brings events like this. Uh, uh, what do you think uh, the, uh, it's doing for Jefferson County? Well, it's been here for several years now, and um, they have a variety of events here. It definitely brings people to town. Well, is there anything about the farm show we didn't get to talk to with you that you wanted to? Mike Nag was here, the Secretary of Agriculture, and it was really good to be able to see him um, and to hear him talk about, you know, what's going on at the state level. Well, I saw uh, Jeff Shipley here and some state reps and mm -hmm. county reps talk to the county uh, sheriff. So we sure appreciate you being on the podcast. All right. Thank you. All right.